I'll tell you who I hate this week. I will listen to who you will hate this week. And uh, this is another one where I hope it's not. I don't think it's you, but if it's you, you know, you gotta you gotta be honest. Okay. This week it's gonna be uh, people who enjoy free food. Hmm. So there's a little <laughs> cafe that recently opened in the. On the in the the building I work in on the ground floor, there's a couple of shops, you know, and so they opened this this lunch place, and they had this gimmick like day one free food, you know, free lunch, and so I walked past it, and there was a line. I walked past it, not trying to go, just right. in the course of my day. There was a line of people like out the door and down the mm-hmm. block, and like it was not moving really, um, and it wasn't all like you know destitute looking people there was right. you know men in suits you know obviously people that didn't need a free lunch right. i apply the same hatred to the people at costco that like line up at the people at the end of the aisle to get a taste of you know nacho cheese they have no intention of buying but just because right. it's free they're there and they're blocking the aisles you know and everything i feel like people no matter your economic status i feel like people just lose their shit for free food and it really annoys me. Um, an experience I've had with that is there's been a couple times, like, um, I'll be coming home from work or it'll just be someday. You, as you know, and the listeners know, I do enjoy Chinese food. You do. So there have been times when I've gone to Pan Express, and I guess Pan Express some days has this thing where the, it'll, like, have this online coupon where it's like, here's some new entree we're releasing. Bring in a copy of this and you get a free thing of the entree. So I go there just to get food, and there's, like, a line of people out the door all just coming to just get that free entree. Like, right. they're not ordering food with it. They're just getting the little free entree and leaving. Right. And I'm so I go there, and I'm like, I'm not staying in line for this. Yeah, I like, would feel weird doing that. Yeah. Whenever I've had something, like, we get some things for Il Fernando sometimes, like, free drink or free dessert or something. You know, I would always, I feel like I should make sure to order something else. Right. Like, I don't know. So you have something to tip on or I don't know. I would never want to just go get the free thing. I think that's different than other types of free lunches or whatever. For example, if we went out to dinner and you're like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll accept that. (laughs) Or this week was actually teacher appreciation week at my school. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, there were different like parent groups and things like that that like brought catered lunches and things like that. Like on Tuesday. Like catered or like they made stuff? Both. On Tuesday – it was like the English language, English learner families mm-hmm. who are mostly Hispanic all brought like homemade Mexican food, mm-hmm. which was freaking awesome. That would be good. Um, and then Wednesday was catered. Oh no, Wednesday was like baked potato day, so they brought a bunch of baked potato and like and uh, fixins. And fixins. And then Thursday was Jamba Juice catered because they make wraps and stuff. Oh, do they? And salads, I guess, or whatever. So that wasn't. I'm, as sure, I'm sure you took. It wasn't as thrilling for me as the other two. But <laughs> like the Mexican one, I was like, "Oh God, I hope lunch never ends." It's so good. I mean, like homemade salsas and enchiladas, right. and oh, like the Mexican cotija cheese. I'd have to oh. hate myself and partake of that. Yeah, yeah. I but think, I think that's, that's different. People, that's different. That's I mean, like yeah, yeah. someone's bringing it to me as opposed to me like standing in line for. Well, and like I said. If I was at Costco and there was something I was thinking about buying and they had the free sample, like, right. yeah, I would try. I'd be like, oh, I do I still like think that. you'd be self-loathing in that case. Oh, I would. Case, I would. But it's just people line up like a soup kitchen. Like, they haven't yeah. eaten all day. And yeah. they're like, oh, a bite of, you know, chicken maybe, Alfredo. Awesome. Maybe. So, yeah. 
And then they're always like, well, you can get it over on aisle three. And the people are like, nah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe free, that's some of the people, some of the people do that to like feed their families. Like they bring their all their kids and they're like, well. Maybe cancel poor. your Costco membership. What's that? Extra 50 bucks a year to feed your family. Yeah, but I mean, if I you can, know. if you can get a meal a week for your whole family for 50 bucks, it's not bad. I would love to see the person that could make a meal out of those free samples. You just keep going around to them. The kid shows up with like the Groucho Marx glasses in line. And <laughs> yeah. Haven't I seen you before? No. No. Not never me. been here. Yeah. Maybe that's, they're lucky that they're all like 90 year old ladies that work there. That's true. Yeah. We're they all lucky. Do they get paid to do that? They must, right? You think it's a volunteer position? I don't know. Oh God. That would be horrible. Who well, would volunteer to do that? Like old people that have nothing to do. Yes. And too much self-dignity to be a Walmart greeter. I don't know. Yeah, someday, don't you can have someday, you and me, yeah. someday you and me at the yeah, ends right. of aisles in Costco Negative. competing. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to do is surround ourselves with people we don't know. That seems likely. Yeah. Foreigners to boot. Uh-huh. Um, all right. I have a couple. Uh, before we get to our main entree. Okay. A little appetizer? Um, a little appetizer. A little amused bouche. Um, I uh, had a couple kids say the darndest things moments ah. uh, earlier this week. Uh, and they were both like back to back on the same day. I think it was Thursday. Uh, we are recording this on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and the first one was we were lining up, um, we were lining up after lunch. The kids were lining up and I was picking them up whatever and come back into the classroom. We were going to do science. And it was funny, like for, for, uh, parent or for a teacher appreciation week, there was like all these things that the PTA was like, do this for your teacher this day or this, that day or whatever. And so Friday was supposed to be like, bring something sweet for your teacher or whatever. And on Thursday, one of the kids in my class brought cookies Hmm. and I, and she said they were for my birthday, which was not Thursday. Right. Um, but I thought it was just like some way that she was doing it early for the sweet thing. What I found out was that that morning before school, someone told her, that it was my birthday, and she believed them. So she texts her dad and wow. says, Dad, it's Mr. Fossum's birthday. Please bring cookies. And he did. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That that dad is very involved. I like that dad a lot. He came on Friday for the Jogathon and was, like, running around with his daughter and stuff. He's, he's a good dad. He uh, We sent out these things for the end-of-the-year swim party and it's going to be a barbecue at this park. And he's like, yeah, I have this big towable barbecue and I can come and barbecue all the food and everything. I was like, you are awesome. Does he have a job? Do you yeah, know? he's like a, he's like a con, uh, construction guy. Uh, they live like on a big farm and she has horses and stuff. Uh, anyway, so. That's amazing. Yeah. I get, if I had a kid and I got this text message, it was like, go bring cookies and bring them to my school yeah. for my teacher's birthday. I might tell my own kid to fuck off. <laughs> I think he owns his own business, which, you know, obviously gives right. him some freedom in that case. Anyway, so we were coming back in, and one of the girls was like, oh, is it your birthday today? I said, no, my birthday is August 6th. And she says, oh, it's my mom's birthday. And then kind of randomly she says, if my mom is 29 and my brother is 15, <laughs> how old was my mom when she had my dad? Or my brother. Dad, <laughs> my brother. And in my mind, I, what I told her was like, I think you should be able to do that math. It's not that hard of math. Right. But in my mind, I was thinking, two years older than you are right now. 
That's how old she was. Oh, see, my well, yeah. My first thought is your mom's not twenty nine. <laughs> like she may tell you that every year, but she's not twenty nine. Mm, I think she. I, I wouldn't surprise me if she was. Wow. And not not to put too fine a point on it, but this this daughter, this girl, has three kids. Might might end up down the same road. Uh, wow. Eventually. Anyway, the same girl. Like twenty minutes later, we were doing science and we were talking about water. Here <laughs> she goes, fourteen sick. <laughs> I just figured it out. She's pretty slow with that. Um, anyway, she uh, she was four. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't carry the one. Oh, okay. I better get to it. Um, fall behind. Uh, so we're doing we're doing science. We're talking about water conservation, and I'm like, okay, what are the different ways we can conserve water? You know, take shorter showers, turn off the water when you're brushing your teeth, or whatever. One of the kids says, uh, don't wash the dishes unless the dishwasher's full. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, that's good. What are some other things maybe you shouldn't run if they're not full? And one of the kids says, Wa- washing machine. She raised her hand, says, toilet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> unless it's full. Unless it's full, just leave it as it is. Oh, no. Yeah. So, And what did you say to that? Uh, I literally laughed out loud. I literally like had to turn away from the class. I had my whiteboard pen in my hand. I bit on it to try to stop from laughing. What? Well, okay, it so was you awesome. laugh at her. I right. I mean, did the kids? But the, whole, the whole class like burst into laughter. <laughs> yeah. And I actually used it. I tried when my kids do something like that. I try to help them save face as much as possible. Yeah. So I kind of transitioned that into talking about our toilet that has the like two different buttons mm-hmm. and talking about how toilets can you know be water conscious or whatever. Just to try and save her a little bit of embarrassment. Yeah. But, yeah. Isn't that, and you'll probably know, but like from, if you're at a cabin or you're, you're somewhere where there's like a limited water supply, don't some people If say it's yellow, that? leave it mellow. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But in my mind, the image was like, overflow. Oh, there's a couple more inches left uh, for some matter there before we can flush it. I don't even, can toilets, can the level rise? I feel like if mm. I pee... You know, a small P or a big P, the water level still a lowercase or uppercase. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the water level still the same. Like maybe there's some mm-hmm. equilibrium with the with the pipes that take it away. But well, I mean, you like, could get like a big bucket of water and and see if that's true. Oh, that's true. I might do that. Okay. I probably won't do that. <laughs> I agree. You probably won't. I was just trying to think. Like maybe there's maybe there's some like nature thing. That's built in, you know, that wouldn't allow it to overflow. It might. With solids, probably it would. But <laughs> yeah. I think just with, well, whatever. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Look into toiletries, which yeah. is possible. Toiletry. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So those are my kids say the darndest things moment. Or kid says the darndest yeah. things. Is this, now, is this like, is this kid on part of your, your favorite of the class or something? Or No, I... I, I like her. She's she's very social and into. Well, obviously, you know. she's gonna get knocked up. Um, she I when I taught the uh, summer school, she was in my class. I, I I remember her brother from two years ago, and he was quite a handful. And so I was a little worried when I knew she was gonna be in my class. But I, I she was in my summer school class, and we kind of connected. And so she's she from the beginning of the year she's been very like eager to please she's one of those kids who like tries to quiet the other kids down and things like that and she still gets into trouble sometimes but i i enjoy having her in my class a lot more than i expected to and well you've met the mom right yes is the mom really 29 mm, yeah it's oh, okay. okay all right good for her yeah 
So, so uh, we, yeah, we're ready. This uh, we mentioned before that Rachel was going to help with some. Rachel has made a quiz for us. Okay, um, and it is a Seinfeld quiz. Now, every week at trivia, I have a Seinfeld question. Yes, you do. So she, now, I thought she said that she went to some website and found a quiz. This I is not she, that. No, or I it think is. she went to several like websites and. and okay. And so these aren't going to be questions. these aren't going to be any that I've already asked on my trivia night. I, I should assume. hope not. Okay. I should hope. Although there's a couple weeks you guys missed, so maybe right. there's one she hasn't heard or something. And there may be ones that I got at the time and have forgotten or something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I think there's like 20 or 21 of these. Okay. So let's. Uh, I meant to. Uh, because I knew this was coming, I meant to like scroll through my regular Seinfeld page and and try and look at some stuff, but I didn't, be awesome. I didn't have this time. Is like so. from the exact same website. And... Yeah. All right. Well, I actually I go to Wikipedia and I go oh, to Seinfeld okay. episodes and I just like randomly scroll through and pick an episode, and it has like a synopsis of the whole episode, and I'm like, oh, that's funny, and I pick that. Nice. So, you ready? It's very organic. Who among us <laughs> is the Seinfeld trivia question champion? Are we can we compete or yeah. are we playing together? No, how, I think we're coming. But how, are we going to mm. answer at the same time? Yeah, that's true. I, I like working as a team. Okay, we'll work as a team. Excellent. So, as a team, I said we, we should be able to get them all. <laughs> it's us versus Rachel. Question number the, one. Okay, you're sure there are 20 or you don't know? Uh, I don't know. Let's say we'll miss three. That's what I was going to say. To give us something to beat. Because yeah. if we don't get all of them, you know, we missed the first one, and we're like, well, right. we're not going to meet our goal. Okay. All right, you good? I'm good. I'm great. Here we go. You are great. Question number one. In the episode The Stall, Elaine's rock-climbing boyfriend Tony dislikes what kind of sandwiches? I was just going to – I was thinking about what trivia question I was going to write. Uh-huh. And this was the question I was going to ask. Really? Well, not in this exactly, but about this episode. I was going to say – what former star of MTV Sports uh-huh, yeah. played Elaine's boyfriend Tony, aka the Mimbo? Right. So this was yeah, Dan Cortez. Dan was Cortez, the yes. boyfriend, and and George like made sandwiches. I guess I think right, and because they wanted to go rock climbing together or whatever. Yeah, he hated. See, in something like this, like we could both maybe we should both make guesses and <laughs> see how we do. Okay. Do you have a instinct? First, I was going to say peanut butter and jelly, but I feel like it'd be more East Coasty to say like egg salad or something. Hmm. Second, maybe tuna. Hmm. See, I want to go with egg salad. Okay, then I'll say tuna. Okay, we'll see who gets the point. We're no longer working together. No, I think we're still working together. We're just giving ourselves two options. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like I said, like, it doesn't have to be who gets it first. It's just like we could both say the same thing. We both get the point. Type thing. Oh, I see. All right. The answer is peanut butter. Hmm, which I said and threw out, kind yeah. of. Although we said peanut butter and jelly, so I think it was just peanut butter that way. Right. So I guess we did miss the first one, as did. you foretold. All right, question two. In the episode The Pothole, Elaine goes to great lengths to order a particular dish from a nearby Chinese restaurant. What is the name of the dish? Ooh. Is this one where she's living in, like, the broom closet and because it's in the delivery area? Ah. Uh. I think so. It's something with chicken, like magic chicken or something. They're back. <laughs> um, chicken a la king is not no Chinese, right? 
Um, chicken something. Something chicken. Okay. We uh, <laughs> had to take a small break because our wives returned with beer for us to drink. Provisions, yes. And provisions, yes. Yeah. So we're now outside. It actually worked out for the best. Yeah, because it's, it's way nicer out here. Beautiful outside. Um, and we have beer now. Today. And we have beer. And we, Very nice. Cheers. Can you read the question again? Oh, yeah. It was... Something about chicken. Well, I put the chicken out there. Oh. In the what episode The Pothole, Elaine goes to great lengths to order a particular dish from a nearby Chinese restaurant. What is the name of the dish? Are we sure it's chicken? I'm not, but it's Elaine. I feel like she's not going to be like a beef person, maybe. And it's not like it's not going to be sweet and sour pork. It's not going to be yeah. General's chicken. It's going to be some. I want. Is it? I think it's fish. Oh, I think it's a type of fish. I think it is too. I think but I almost have it. Called? Oh, these questions. Um, um, no, I think I have it. <laughs> Come out with it. Uh, flounder? Mmm. And it's just it's just the flounder. It's some kind of flounder. I say we go with flounder as an answer. You don't want it to be Do like you think it has an adjective? General's flounder or General's flounder sounds yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um special flounder. Special Supreme Flounder. That's a good one. I say we go with Supreme, that. I think that's it. Supreme Flounder. You ready? Yeah. The answer is Supreme Flounder. <laughs> Dude, a, the move outside that's inspired amazing. us. That's amazing. Supreme Flounder. Ah, We're on the board. It, no. it goes against my don't order fish in restaurants right. policy. Yeah. I have that policy too, but I also have a don't make order. fish at home policy. <laughs> really? You're all anti-fish? Yeah. Huh. Even like salmon? Oh, I, salmon's the worst. Really? Yeah. How about red snapper? Oh, very tasty. <laughs> but still not a fan. Okay. All right, question number three. In the episode The Muffin Tops, mm. Elaine chastises Mr. Lippman for stealing mm-hmm. her idea for a muffin top store. She then orders a muffin top of oh. which flavor? Oh, bitch. I thought it was going to be What's the top name of, of the yeah. muffin to you. Yeah. Um, oh, right. That's the one with all the exclamation marks. Huh? Right. Jake, was that Jake Jarmel? Is what? that the guy? Remember, like, wasn't he the saxophone player? <sighs> the hot and heavy guy? Jake Jarmel. It, it's remember she's dating some guy and like they get into an argument about the exclamation marks. Mm. I don't anyway. know that. So what type of muffin does she order? Oh, this is where remember she, she's in the poppy seeds. Yeah, because remember she gets, she, she fails, fails the, the drug, drug test. test. Yeah, all right. So I'd say poppy seed muffin. Okay. Yeah, and the answer is peach. That's a peach muffin. You know what? Doesn't she fail the drug test with Peterman though? Yeah. So there's uh, multiple times when she's got muffins? She's got I, muffins already. I can picture the scene, too, because, she, yeah, she's, like, arguing with him about it. This is my idea, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, are you going to order or not? And she and she goes, ah, give me a peach. Or, like, all defeated. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was poppy seed. All right, we're, we're one for three. This quiz is intentionally yeah. hard, and and uh, I'll let Rachel know about it later. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't you worry. She'll walk home. Yeah. With a limp. Uh, number four. In order to change a $100 bill to buy wine for a dinner party, George is forced Ooh. to purchase a variety of yes. items from a newsstand. Okay. What what items does he buy? He buys gum and Kramer's with him. Gum, yeah, and Clark Bar. Okay. 
I think he buys a, the like newspaper a, or magazine. Okay. Or I think he doesn't, he buy the penthouse <laughs> forum. Remember? And Kramer's like reading the different things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So he goes to the newspaper stand. Gum Clark bar. Definitely. Yeah. I think penthouse forum. Um, and maybe, an, maybe a newspaper. I don't know. That should be good enough. Yeah. We'll see. The answer is Penthouse Forum, Clark Bar, and Gum. Yes, all three. Nice. That should count. If, if this was your trivia, that would be three points. True that. We can just give ourselves three points and then we'll... We might have to. <laughs> all right. Nice, nicely done. You're Thank you. very good at these. Uh, that, I remember that one. That's where he's wearing... Isn't that where he's wearing the uh, Gore-Tex jacket? Yes, the big yeah. orange, like, puffy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I know the later ones better. And these questions, I feel like, have been earlier ones. Okay. Anyways, the maestro Bob Cobb is the conductor of what orchestra? You know the shitty thing is, she was originally going to give these as multiple choice questions, and I was like, Joe and I don't need multiple yeah, choice. You really, we would have been awesome if they were multiple choice. Yeah. We would have looked a lot better. Yeah. It's going to be more impressive, though. Yeah. We do it isn't it like some old folk song or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, but what's, Shady Pines Philharmonic. What's the orchestra <laughs> called? Or is it... No, it's not the one where it's like a kazoo orchestra or something. No, 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 it's a real orchestra, I think. Shady Pines Orchestra? Shady Pines Philharmonic. That's have, totally not yeah, it, I have no but that's idea. what I'm saying. The Policeman's Benevolent Association Orchestra. Really? Who would know that? Yeah. Who would know that? I bet the actor who played that wouldn't even know that. <laughs> exactly. Question six. We're, we're two for five. On their first ever meeting, Jerry refers to Kramer by another name. What is it? Now, is that referring to the backwards episode where yes. we see when he first moves into the building and he's like, whatever's mine is yours. And he's like, really? Yeah, it's got to like, be. What the hell is email? Because that's that the only time we'd see their first meeting. Jerry refers to Kramer by another name. Maybe he calls him the name of his apartment. Oh, like 4E or whatever. 5B I don't know. or something. Yeah. That could be. That would be a good question. What apartment are they? Because, like, I totally wouldn't know that. I think it's 5A. So Who is? Jerry. Jerry's That's 5A. That's why I said maybe 5B is Kramer. Okay. Let's say 5B. He calls him Kessler. What? This meeting takes place in The Betrayal, also known as the Backwards episode. Kessler. Hmm. Okay. That's weird. It doesn't give any oh! more information. Oh! Maybe is he like is he like I think I got your mail. Are you Kessler or something? And oh. then he goes Kramer. Maybe really, really. No, that's a that's a. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, if we could travel back in time, the multiple choice thing might have been a good idea. Yeah. Question number seven: Who is Tobias Lehi Negi, better known as? Three words. First word is the. Tobias Lehi Negi. Not the soup Nazi. No. The something. Three words. The something something. The bubble boy? Mm. Tobias Leahy Niggy. Could be. The, I don't think so, though. I think he's got a regular name like Jonathan or something. The, it's kind of a foreign sounding name. But yeah. is there any like, like Poppy or like one of those, you know, the mm-hmm. restaurant people? The somebody somebody? Yeah. Who are the the people? The maestro, the soup Nazi, hmm. the bubble boy. 
She doesn't. I wonder if she has another email that has not. <laughs> she actually. I, she actually does. I think really? I have it. Should we? Should we flip to that? Do you have the other email? Let me see. Yeah. Well, shit. Let's do that. It doesn't have the answers though. I, I don't think we'll need the answers if we have that. <laughs> okay. Or we can flip back and forth with yeah. the emails if necessary. Oh well, there's there is no multiple choice for that one. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Stupid. Let's say let's say the bubble boy then. Okay. It's this probably was, not right. This but. was question seven. The bubble boy, Tobias Leahy Negi, is also known as the smog strangler. Okay. Oh, is that when they go to L.A.? Oh, and it's played by um, the brother. What's that guy's? Uh, Clint Howard? Yes, yeah. I think it's played by Clint Howard. All right. Eight. What score did Elaine originally... Oh, come on. What score did Elaine originally get on the IQ test she took for George? <laughs> go to multiple choice, dude, because there's no way... <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but she knew she was going to have to listen to this. Yeah, this is a train wreck. <laughs> All right. The, the possibles are 94, 69, 85, or 78. I'm going to say 78. I'm going to say 94. Didn't she do good? Or that's not that All good. of those are bad. That's true. I think 78 is the funniest. Okay. Not 69? Nah, it's too obvious. Yeah. And the answer is 85. Oh, the one we Elaine later sat the IQ sat the IQ test again. It's supposed to be written by like a British person. And received a score of 151. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're two for eight. <laughs> two for eight. <laughs> there goes our minus three. We're going to go inside and beat the hell out of everything. <laughs> you, kn- you know it. <laughs> In order to save the life of a squirrel that George has run over, a, vet- a veterinarian is forced to order in some tiny instruments from where? Multiple choice, please. I remember this one. Yeah. Susan makes him do it, right? El Paso, Santa Fe, Mexico, or Arizona? Santa Fe. Think so? I'm going to say El Paso based on your it's funnier logic. Okay. And it is El Paso. Nicely done. I'm going to take that point for us. All right. <laughs> by the rules of our community. What if Alex comes and knows all these questions? Because <laughs> we certainly he, don't. He wouldn't. No? I wouldn't think. Uh, Alex Hall might. Okay. Climb over the fence. Um, all right. Three for nine. I say that because I think I hear his voice. Okay. What is the Bubble Boy's real name? Mobile choice? It's not Tobias. Funke. Leahy Nagy. There are no choices. What is the bubbles? Really? Well, you said you thought it was Jonathan. Uh, the Bubble Boy's real name is... I would like to challenge anybody to get these questions right. Like, I on would, Earth. I would love to hear from someone that could. I would love it if you never asked these at Trivia. Yeah. I wouldn't. Good. Bubble Boy's full name. I, I, I'm just, I, I feel like it's a normal name because I remember his parents... Jonathan Doyle Murray? Yes. Uh, no, Brian Doyle Murray. Is no, you said his name was Jonathan, and I assumed oh. the last name of... You know there's another Doyle Murray? Or another Murray, at least? Bill? Third Murray brother? Yeah, Bill? A oh. third Murray brother? What? He's in Mad Men. Really? Yeah. He's one Who of the... Who is he in Mad Men? He's just one of the guys. He lo- totally looks... He totally reminds me of Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray. He's the third brother. Huh. Did you get my text about Tumble of Doom? 
Yes, and I knew that. Did you know that? Yeah. Amanda, we were we were watching Amanda was like, I think that was Dan Aykroyd. I was like, no way. So in the scene where Indiana Jones it's is getting on the last right shape before, plane, yeah. the guy, like the, he sounds British. He's like doing a voice and yeah. there's this guide or whatever and it's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, crazy. But you know, he never like looks directly at the camera really. She said like, she recognized brief. it from the voice. Yeah, I can see that. What are you pointing there's at? a spider crawling yeah. towards you. It's probably Black Widow. Probably. It's probably a Black Widower. <laughs> a white Widower. Yeah. It's probably an Asian American Widower. <laughs> Um, I will crush it with my beer. I don't know. Well, let's just go with Jonathan for okay. my boy's full name. Okay. Donald Sanger. Donald, yes. Donald. Donald Sanger. All right. Let's let's speed through this okay. debacle. Elaine's neighbor kept an unusually large amount of these vegetables in his apartment. Elaine's neighbor hmm. kept... All I can think about is when she's on the plane... Vegetable lasagna. And she refers to the guy as vegetable lasagna. <laughs> Why can't like, look at these that questions? That is a good question. These okay. questions are terrible. Here's, here's our multiple choices. Beans, carrots, potatoes, pumpkins. Potatoes. Elaine's I feel like that would smell. Smell great. Yeah. I love potatoes. I feel like it's got to be potatoes. Let's say potatoes then. The answer is... Potatoes. Potatoes. Are potatoes are vegetable? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Kramer like stumbles... What? They're not a meat... Okay. I don't know. There's only two things that could be. Kramer stumbles across <laughs> the potatoes during a visit to Elaine's apartment. Yes, of course. Of course he did. So we got that one. Are we even still recording this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone still listening? <laughs> Definitely <Doubtful>. not. <laughs> All right, number 12. Elaine once unwittingly stole an idea for a cartoon from a comic strip. Ziggy. What was the name of the cartoon Ziggy. she ripped off? It's Ziggy. Finally. Finally one we can, boom, get right away. And we are. This might be the uh, one we release midweek because it's so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we released the other one on Sunday. Seriously. <laughs> Kramer is mistaken for a drug addict by J. Peterman in which episode? In which episode? Like the No, t- we can figure this out. It's the one where he wants to take Elaine to Burma or somewhere, but she can't because she keeps failing the drug test. Hmm. Do we have multiple choice? We do. Okay. Is it the episode entitled The Calzone? The Showerhead is the Showerhead. Yeah. The Friars Club yeah, or the Scofflaw. It it's the showerhead because he's, he's like, like, I need this. I, I need yeah. the good stuff. I need or the good stuff, yeah. yeah to get the yeah. high pressure showerhead. Yeah, it's the showerhead for sure. Uh, and the answer, of course. The first thing I thought of was the sniffing accountant, but that's mm, a different drug thing. The showerhead. Yep, definitely. All right, we're back, uh, we're back cre- creeping back towards 500 here. How many? We're six for 13. All right. George, oh, here's, you better get this one. Okay. George once bought a car on the mistaken impression it was owned by actor John Voight. What type of car was it? Uh, Chrysler LeBaron? <laughs> the nicest car in the world. <laughs> it was a LeBaron. Nice. 7 for 14. There was also... Oh, no. That was the t-shirt owned by Aiden Quinn, right? Or was that it? Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn. Yeah. Aiden Quinn. That's kind of gay. Um, Interesting trades oh. considered? Oh, wait. This is a follow-up question. I don't think it counts because I just saw we'll the count. answer. We'll take it. I just saw the answer. Well, I'll answer. What was the occupation of the John Voight the car had belonged to? It was not the actor. Ooh. It was another John Voight. No idea. Periodontist. Okay. Okay. Number 15. We're 7 for 14 now. Outstanding. Which Yankees player did George first talk to about uniforms before submitting the material should be changed from polyester to cotton? Which Yankee? Yep. Which player? Which Yankees player? Mm, Because I remember him talking to Buck Martinez about it. Or not Buck Martinez, Buck Showalter. He, but he was the manager. He talks to Jeter. Does he? And I remember him talking to the manager about it, and that's what got it changed. Hmm. You want to go with 
Well, let's 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 each take an answer. Okay. You're going I'm going to say show off. I'm going to go with Jeter. Okay. The answer is Danny Tartable. Really? Danny Tartable was in that other episode where he like kidnaps him. And remember, he's like supposed to take Danny Tartable to the cave to the, like the channel the uh, public access thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And someone flips him off. Oh, and he follows and him. So he follows yeah, yeah, him, yeah. and the guy's like in a cast or whatever. And I just remember one where he's talking to Jeter about, and I thought it was about the uniform switch, and Jeter gives him some smug answer like, well, we won the championship, didn't we? And I think that's he's when like, he's, in six games or that's, something. That's when he's giving him hitting advice because oh. he's not having sex anymore. Oh, he's really right, smart. right, 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 right. He's like, uh, we just won the World Series in six games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny Tartable. Danny According Tartable. to George, what has cachet up the yin yang? Oh, let's let's search for some. Oh, I want to say it's some food type thing. No, maybe not. It's oh, I know it is. Here's the multiple choices: cachet up the yin yang, conjugal visits, a show about nothing, velvet sweatpants, or the name Seven. The name Seven. I think it's the name Seven. Sure. It has cachet up the yin yang. Um, What's the backup name for Seven? Soda? Soda. <laughs> yes, soda. <laughs> See, our questions just off the cuff are Seriously. so much better. Uh, scrolling in the thing and the answer. You realize that if, if Rachel, and I know she listens to this, but whatever. The name seven. If if Rachel wrote uh, trivia questions for Tuesday night. The high score would be like three. Yes. <laughs> People would be so angry. Yeah, because I think, and you can you can confirm this, but when you're writing questions for trivia, you have to think of questions that are that are not going to be obvious, but that are going to be gettable and like fun to get. And it, that's the, it's really, a, it's really more of a challenge than you might think. Right. Like, you know, I'm trying to write questions where the highest score will be somewhere around 24 or 25, maybe. Right. And I could do it where I have a You're bunch. not trying to, you're not trying to stump everyone. Right. You're not trying to be the right. smartest kid in the room. Exactly. Um, Rachel. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we should come up with questions and make her cry when she doesn't get any of them. No. Yes. Um, but, like, I don't want to have ones that are, like, super easy and then some that are super hard. So, right. like, there's there's no challenge in any of them. And and it can't be, like, in the last episode of Seinfeld, who, who was the third to last character to walk out of the picture? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Knows, exactly. You know? and that's, that's the next question right there. I'm, yeah, I'm thankful, I guess, for the – for Chris, that guy who I who, – yeah, yeah. you know, he was a good model for mm. for trivia questions. model. Yeah. <laughs> His his questions were yes. a good template for me to go. learn from, I guess. Even though he doesn't probably even know that I'm doing it. Upon proclaiming it to be the summer of George, mm-hmm. George vowed to use his time off work to play a hybrid form of sport. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the sport he wanted to play? Frolf. It was Frolf, right? Yep. Frisbee golf. Yep. Frolf. Which I've never called it before. But. Right. We are at 9 for 17. Alex Hall would frown at the use of Frolf, yeah, I would. think. Disc golf, you Disc mean? Disc golf, exactly. When Kramer hoards Pottery Barn catalogs in the junk mail episode, Jerry oh, takes one item because he oh. wants to buy... Takes one because he wants to buy what item? I know that episode so well. It's a great one. But I don't know this answer. Well, let's go to the multiple choice. Okay. Jerry's looking for a wooden bench, an old-looking phone, a lamp, a cool cereal bowl. Mm. I know it. Is it cereal bowl? No. Is it a phone? It's the old-looking phone. Okay. I think he's like, I want one of those old-looking phones. That's what I first thought, and then I thought, Cereal Bowl is kind of... An antique phone. Okay. There you go. 19. We're almost done. Okay. 
and we're at 10 for 19. All right. We got to stay above 500. In the checks episode, George says there is no need to buy what item because you can get them for free in the coffee shop. Hmm. I, that doesn't ring a bell at all. I'm looking for the multiple choice, but I want to say like napkins. Uh, nope. Umbrellas, silverware, packets of ketchup, or sugar packets. I like the Jer- George says this or Jerry says George this? says. You don't have to buy some item because you can always get it for free. It's got to be sugar. Were you going to get ketchup in a coffee shop? Well, their coffee shop oh, is the diner. Oh, the month. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't think they have ketchup packets. I think they have the squeezy things. Yeah, so, let's say sugar. So sugar packets. Well, silverware, but I don't think George would steal silverware. No. So we're going to say sugar packets. Yeah. The correct answer is umbrellas. George demonstrates this by taking an umbrella from the uh, can at the front of the coffee shop. That's kind of... Yeah. That seems more like something Kramer would do. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. That's right. In the dealership episode, George accuses a dealership employee of stealing his Twix bar mm-hmm. from the vending machine. When George accuses him to his face, the employee insists it was what kind of candy bar? Do you know this? Nope. Do we want the multiple choice? I want to say O. Henry. Oh, no. A uh, hundred grand. hundred grand. Let's just go with that. Grand. Let's just go with hundred grand. I won't even look up the multiple choice. We should get two points for not using multiple choice. Totally. We should go back and, like, rescore it. The answer is the employee insists it was, oh, Fifth Avenue. Mm. Uh, Fifth Avenue. All right. This is the last question. Thank God. Jerry agrees to watch the door. We need to get this to stay above 500. Okay. Jerry agrees to watch the door to Mr. Pitt's apartment so the doorman can duck out and do what? And the doorman was Larry Miller. Yes, it was. And I just watched that episode. And the doorman... Let's use the multiple choice if they're available. Okay. Does he want... Is it just use the bathroom? You wouldn't have to duck out of the building. Here are the options. Use the... Use the restroom, grab a beer, buy a lottery ticket, take a cigarette break. I sort of want to say cigarette break. I don't want to say it confidently, obviously. Yeah. Um, buy, a, buy a lottery ticket? Would it be like there's like some big lotto thing? Could be. I'm going to say use the restroom. Okay. I'm going to say cigarette break. Okay. Jerry agrees to watch the door. This is we the got 50% chance. <laughs> can duck out and do what? Grab a beer. What? Really? He's on the job. Jerry would never do that. Jerry would never... Be like, sure, I'll watch it so you can grab a beer. I don't that doesn't know. seem very right. Yeah. Well, we went uh, 10 for 21 on this, Rachel's... Uh, are you with me on the, are you with me on the w- midweek release of this podcast? Sure. Because I, I already know the other podcast is going to be far superior to this. So. Okay. We can do that. Uh, because of me farting for 30 minutes of me farting. <laughs> well, we appreciate her effort. But we do. We do. You're right. But, You're right. She uh, took time. And we'll, she, yeah. was, she was definitely going for the jugular. Yeah. She was definitely yeah. trying to stump us and make us look like fools. And she achieved that. And we obliged her. <laughs> but she's kind of the big loser because she's really the one that listens to this. She's probably the people. only one that's still listening to this one. <laughs> she will be bored by it. So, Rachel, kudos to you if you're still listening. That was for you. And... Yeah. yeah, and that's a podcast. That's a podcast.
podcast. I'll tell you who I hate this week. I will listen to who you will hate this week. And uh, this is another one where I hope it's not. I don't think it's you, but if it's you, you know, you gotta you gotta be honest. Okay. This week it's going to be uh, people who enjoy free food. Hmm. So there's a little <laughs> cafe that recently opened in the. On the in the the building I work in on the ground floor, there's a couple of shops, you know, and so they opened this this lunch place, and they had this gimmick like day one free food, you know, free lunch, and so I walked past it, and there was a line. I walked past it, not trying to go, just right. in the course of my day. There was a line of people like out the door and down the mm-hmm. block, and like it was not moving really, um, and it wasn't all like you know destitute looking people there was right. you know men in suits you know obviously people that didn't need a free lunch right i apply the same hatred to the people at costco that like line up at the people at the end of the aisle to get a taste of you know nacho cheese they have no intention of buying but just because right. it's free they're there and they're blocking the aisles you know and everything i feel like people no matter your economic status i feel like people just lose their shit for free food and it really annoys me. Um, an experience I've had with that is there's been a couple times, like, um, I'll be coming home from work or it'll just be someday. You, as you know, and the listeners know, I do enjoy Chinese food. You do. So there have been times when I've gone to Pan Express, and I guess Pan Express some days has this thing where the, it'll, like, have this online coupon where it's like, here's some new entree we're releasing. Bring in a copy of this and you get a free thing of the entree. So I go there just to get food, and there's, like, a line of people out the door all just coming to just get that free entree. Like, right. they're not ordering food with it. They're just getting the little free entree and leaving. Right. And I'm so I go there, and I'm like, I'm not staying in line for this. Yeah, I would feel weird doing that. Yeah. Whenever I've had something, like, we get something for Il for Nile sometimes, like, free drink or free dessert or something. You know, I would always, I feel like I should make sure to order something else. Right. Like, I don't know. So you have something to tip on or I don't know. I would never want to just go get the free thing. I think that's different than other types of free lunches or whatever. For example, if we went out to dinner and you're like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll accept that. (laughs) Or this week was actually teacher appreciation week at my school. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, there were different like parent groups and things like that that like brought catered lunches and things like that. Like on Tuesday. Like catered or like they made stuff? Both. On Tuesday – it was like the English language, English learner families mm-hmm. who are mostly Hispanic all brought like homemade Mexican food, mm-hmm. which was freaking awesome. That would be good. Um, and then Wednesday was catered. Oh no, Wednesday was like baked potato day, so they brought a bunch of baked potato and like and uh, fixins. And fixins. And then Thursday was Jamba Juice catered because they make wraps and stuff. Oh, did they? And salads, I guess, or whatever. So that wasn't. I'm, as sure, I'm sure you took. It wasn't as thrilling for me as the other two. But <laughs> like the Mexican one, I was like, "Oh God, I hope lunch never ends." It's so good. I mean, like homemade salsas and enchiladas, right. and oh, like the Mexican cotija cheese. I'd have to oh. hate myself and partake of that. Yeah, yeah. I but think, I think that's different. People, that's different. That's I mean, like yeah, yeah. someone's bringing it to me as opposed to me like standing in line for. Well, and like I said, if, if I was at Costco and there was something I was thinking about buying and they had the free sample, like right. yeah, I would try. I'd be like, oh, I, I do still like think that. you'd be self-loathing in that case. Oh, I would. Case, I would. But it's just people line up like a soup kitchen, like they haven't yeah. eaten all day, and yeah. they're like, oh, a bite of 
you know, chicken maybe, Alfredo, awesome. Maybe, yeah. And then they're always like, well, you can get it over on aisle three, and the people are like, nah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe free, that's man. some of the people. Some of the people do that to like feed their families. Like they bring their all their kids, and they're like, well, maybe cancel poor. your Costco membership. What's that? Extra fifty bucks a year to feed your family. Yeah, but I mean, if I you can, know. if you can get a meal a week for your whole family for fifty bucks, it's not bad. I would love to see the person that could make a meal out of those free samples. You just keep going around to them. <laughs> the kid shows up with like the Groucho Marx glasses in line, and yeah, haven't I seen you before? No, no, not never me. been here. Yeah, maybe that's they're lucky that they're all like ninety-year-old ladies that work there. That's true. Yeah, we're they all lucky. Do they get paid to do that? They must, right? You think it's a volunteer position? I don't know. Oh God, that would be horrible. Who well, would volunteer to do that? Like old people that have nothing to do. Yes, and too much self-dignity to be a Walmart greeter. I don't know. Yeah. Someday, you someday you and me. Yeah. Someday you and me at the yeah, ends right. of aisles in Costco, Negative. competing. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to do: is surround ourselves with people we don't know. That seems like yeah. foreigners to boot. Uh-huh. Um, all right, I have a couple uh, before we get to our main entree. Okay, a little appetizer. Um, a little appetizer. A little amused bouche. Um, I uh, had a couple kids say the darndest things moments ah. uh, earlier this week. Uh, and they were both, like, back-to-back on the same day. I think it was Thursday. Uh, we are recording this on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and the first one was we were lining up, um, we were lining up after lunch. The kids were lining up, and I was picking them up, whatever, and come back into the classroom. We were going to do science. And it was funny, like, for, for, uh, parent, or for a teacher appreciation week, there was, like, all these things that the PTA was like, do this for your teacher this day or this, that day or whatever. And so Friday was supposed to be like, bring something sweet for your teacher or whatever. And on Thursday, one of the kids in my class brought cookies hmm. and I, and she said they were for my birthday, which was not Thursday. Right. Um, but I thought it was just like some way that she was doing it early for the sweet thing. What I found out was that that morning before school, someone told her, that it was my birthday, and she believed them. So she texts her dad and wow. says, Dad, it's Mr. Fossum's birthday. Please bring cookies. And he did. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That that dad is very involved. I like that dad a lot. He came on Friday for the jogathon and was, like, running around with his daughter and stuff. He's, he's a good dad. He uh, We sent out these things for the end-of-the-year swim party, and it's going to be a barbecue at this park. And he's like, yeah, I have this big towable barbecue and I can come and barbecue all the food and everything. I was like, you are awesome. Does he have a job? Yeah. Know? He's like a, he's like a con, uh, construction oh. guy. Uh, they live like on a f- big farm and she has horses and stuff. Uh, anyway. So that's amazing. Yeah. I get, if I had a kid and I got this text message, it was like, go bring cookies and bring to my school yeah. for my teacher's birthday. I might tell my own kid to fuck off. <laughs> I think he owns his own business, which, you know, obviously gives right. him some freedom in that case. Anyway, so we were coming back in, and one of the girls was like, oh, is it your birthday today? I said, no, my birthday is August 6th. And she says, oh, it's my mom's birthday. And then kind of randomly she says, if my mom is 29 and my brother is 15, <laughs> how old was my mom when she had my dad? Or my brother. Dad, <laughs> my brother. And in my mind, I, what I told her was like, I think you should be able to do that math. It's not that hard of math. Right. But in my mind, I was thinking, two years older than you are right now. That's how old she was. Oh, see, my, well, yeah, my first thought is, your mom's not 29. 
<laughs> like she may tell you that every year, but she's not 29. Mm, I think she, I, I wouldn't surprise me if she was. Wow. And not, not to put too fine a point on it, but this, this daughter, this girl has three kids. Might might end up down the same road. Uh, wow! Eventually. Anyway, the same girl. Like twenty minutes later, we were doing science and we were talking about water. There <laughs> she goes. Fourteen sick. <laughs> I just figured it out. She's pretty slow with math. Um, anyway, she uh, she was four. <laughs> you didn't you didn't carry the one? Oh, okay. I better get to it. Um, fall behind. Uh, so we're doing, we're doing science and we're talking about water conservation. And I'm like, okay, what are the different ways we can conserve water? You know, take shorter showers, turn off the water when you're brushing your teeth or whatever. One of the kids says, uh, don't wash the dishes unless the dishwasher's full. Yeah. I know. And I was like, oh, that's good. What are some other things maybe you shouldn't run if they're not full? And one of the kids says, washing machine. She raised her hand, says toilet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Unless it's full. Unless it's full, just leave it as it is. Oh, no. Yeah. So, And what did you say to that? Uh, I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I literally like had to turn away from the class. I had my whiteboard pen in my hand. I bit on it to try to stop from laughing. Well, okay, so it was you want awesome. to laugh at her? I, right. I mean, did the kids but the, whole, the whole class like burst into laughter. <laughs> yeah. And I actually used it. I try when my kids do something like that. I try to help them save face as much as possible. Yeah. So I kind of transition that into talking about our toilet that has the like two different buttons mm-hmm. and talking about how toilets can you know be water conscious or whatever, just to try and save her a little bit of embarrassment. Yeah. But, yeah. Isn't that and you'll probably know, but like from if you're at a cabin or you're you're somewhere where there's like a limited water supply, don't some people. If Say it's that? yellow, leave it mellow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But in my mind, the image was like, the oh, there's a couple more inches left uh, for some matter there before we can flush it. I don't even, can toilets, can the level rise? I feel like if mm. I pee, you know, a small pee or a big pee, the water level's still the same. A lowercase or an Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the water level's still the same. Like maybe there's some mm. equilibrium with the... With the pipes that take it away, but well, I mean, you like, could get like a big bucket of water and, and see if that's true. Oh, that's true. I might do that. Okay, I probably won't do that. <laughs> I agree. You probably won't. I was just trying to think. Like maybe there's maybe there's some like nature thing that's built in, you know, that wouldn't allow it to overflow. It might. With solids, probably it would. But <laughs> yeah. I think just with well, whatever. I don't want to think about. <laughs> Look into toiletries as much yeah. as possible. Toiletry. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. So those are my kids say the darndest things moment. Or kid says the darndest yeah. things. Is this, now, is this like, is this kid on part of me your, your favorite of the class or something? Or No, I I, I like her. She's she's very social and into. Well, obviously, yeah. she's going to get knocked up. Um, she, I, when I taught the uh, summer school, she was in my class. I, I, I remember her brother from two years ago, and he was quite a handful. And so I was a little worried when I knew she was going to be in my class, but I, I, she was in my summer school class and we kind of connected. And so she's, she, from the beginning of the year, she's been very like eager to please. She's one of those kids who like tries to quiet the other kids down and things like that. And she still gets into trouble sometimes, but I, I enjoy having her in my class a lot more than I expected to. And well, you've met the mom, right? Yes. Is the mom really 29? Mm, yeah. When's no, okay. okay. All right. Good for her. Yeah. So, 
So, uh, we yeah, we're ready. This uh, We mentioned before that Rachel was going to help with some... Rachel has made a quiz for us. Okay. Um, and it is a Seinfeld quiz. Now, every week at Trivia, I have a Seinfeld question. Yes, you do. So she, now, I thought she said that she went to some website and found a quiz. This I is not she, that. No, I think is? she went to several like websites and and, okay. and so found these aren't going to be questions. these aren't going to be any that I've already asked on my trivia night. I, I should assume. hope not. Okay, I should hope. Although there's a couple weeks you guys missed, so maybe right. there's one she hasn't heard or something. And there may be ones that I got at the time and have forgotten or something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I think there's like 20 or 21 of these. Okay. So let's. Uh, I meant to. Uh, because I knew this was coming, I meant to like scroll through my regular Seinfeld page and and try and look at some stuff. But I, It'd didn't, be awesome I didn't have if this time. This is like so. from the exact same website. And... Yeah. All right. Well, I actually I go to Wikipedia and I go oh, to Seinfeld okay. episodes and I just like randomly scroll through and pick an episode and it has like a synopsis of the whole episode and I'm like, oh, that's funny, and I pick that. Nice. So, you ready? It's very who, organic. Who among us <laughs> is the Seinfeld trivia question champion? Are we going to compete or yeah. are we playing together? No, how, I think we're com- But how, are we going to mm-hmm. answer at the same time? Yeah, that's true. I, I like working as a team. Okay, we'll work as a team. Excellent. So, as a team, I said, we, we should be able to get them all. <laughs> it's us versus Rachel. Question number there, one. Okay, you're sure there are 20 or you don't know? Uh, I don't know. Let's say we'll miss three. That's what I was going to say. To give us something to beat. Because yeah. if we don't get all of them, you know, we missed the first one, we're like, well, right. we're not going to meet our goal. Okay. All right. You good? I'm good. I'm great. Here we go. You are great. Question number one. In the episode, The Stall, Elaine's rock climbing boyfriend, Tony, dislikes what kind of sandwiches? I was just going to, I was thinking about what trivia question I was going to write. Uh-huh. And this was the question I was going to ask. Really? Well, not in this exactly, but about this episode. I was going to say, what former star of MTV Sports uh-huh, yeah. played Elaine's boyfriend, Tony, a.k.a. the Mimbo? Right. So this was, yeah, Dan Cortez. Dan Cortez, the yes. boyfriend, and and George, like, made sandwiches, I guess, I think. Right. Because they wanted to go rock climbing together or whatever. Yeah. He hated... See, in something like this, like, we could both... Maybe we should both make guesses and see <laughs> how we do. Okay. Do you have an instinct? First, I was going to say peanut butter and jelly, but I feel like it'd be more East Coasty to say, like, egg salad or something. Hmm. So maybe tuna. Hmm. See, I want to go with egg salad. Okay, then I'll say tuna. Okay, we'll see who gets the point. We're no longer working together. No, I think we're still working together. We're just giving ourselves two options. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like I said, like, it doesn't have to be who gets it first. It's just, like, we could both say the same thing. We both get the point, I think. Oh, I see. All right. The answer is peanut butter. Hmm, which I said and threw out, kind yeah. of. Although we said peanut butter and jelly, so I think it was just peanut butter. That right. Way. So I guess we did miss the first one, as, as you foretold. All right, question two. In the episode The Pothole, Elaine goes to great lengths to order a particular dish from a nearby Chinese restaurant. What is the name of the dish? Ooh. Is this one where she's living in, like, the broom closet and because it's in the delivery area? Ah. Uh. I think so. It's something with chicken, like magic chicken or something. They're back. <laughs> um, chicken a la king is not no. Chinese, right? 
Um, chicken something. Something chicken. Okay. We uh, <laughs> had to take a small break because our wives returned with beer for us provisions, to drink. Yes. And provisions, yes. Yeah. So we're not outside. It actually worked out for the best. Yeah, because it's way nicer out here. Beautiful outside. Um, and we have beer now. To and drink. we have beer. Shall and we? Cheers. Very nice. Cheers. Can you read the question again? Oh yeah. It was something about chicken. Well, I put the chicken out there. Oh. In the what episode "The Pothole," Elaine goes to great lengths to order a particular dish from a nearby Chinese restaurant. What is the name of the dish? Are we sure it's chicken? I'm not, but it's Elaine. I feel like she's not going to be like a beef person, maybe. And it's not like it's not going to be sweet and sour pork. It's not going to be yeah. General's chicken. It's going to be some. I want. Is it? I think it's fish. Oh, I think it's a type of fish. I think it is too. I think what I almost it have called? it. Oh, these questions. Um, um, no, I think I have it. <laughs> Come out with it. Duh. Flounder? Mmm. And it's just it's just the flounder. It's some kind of flounder. I say we go with flounder as an answer. You don't want to be Do like it has an General's flounder or General's flounder sounds yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, special flounder. Special Supreme Flounder. That's a good one. I say we go with Supreme, that. I think that's it. Supreme Flounder. You ready? Yeah. The answer is Supreme Flounder. <laughs> Dude, a, the move outside that's inspired amazing. us. That's amazing. Supreme Flounder. Uh, I would We're never on the board. It, no. it goes against my don't order fish in restaurants right. policy. Yeah. I have that policy too, but I also have a don't make order. fish at home policy. <laughs> really? You're all anti-fish? Yeah. Huh. Even like salmon? Oh, I, salmon's the worst. Really? Yeah. How about red snapper? Oh, very tasty. <laughs> but still not a fan. Okay. All right. Question number three. In the episode, The Muffin Tops, mm. Elaine chastises Mr. Lippman for stealing mm-hmm. her idea for a muffin top store. She then orders a muffin top of which oh. flavor? Oh, bitch. I thought it was going to be What's the name top of, of the yeah. muffin to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. That's the one with all the exclamation marks. Huh? Right. Jake, was that Jake Jarmel? Is what? that the guy? Remember, like, wasn't he the... Saxophone player, uh, the hot and heavy guy, Jake Jarmel. It, it's remember she's dating some guy and like they get into an argument about the exclamation marks. Mm. I don't anyway. know that. So what type of muffin does she order? Oh, this is where remember she's at the poppy seeds. Yeah, because remember she gets, she, she fails, fails the, the drug, drug test. test. Yeah, all right. So I'd say poppy seed muffin. Okay. Yeah, and the answer is peach. That's a peach muffin. You know what? Doesn't she fail the drug test with Peterman, though? Yeah. So there's uh, multiple times when she's got muffins? She's got I, muffins already. I can picture the scene, too, because she, yeah, she's like arguing with him about it. This was my idea, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, are you going to order or not? And she, and she goes, ah, give me a peach. Or, like, all defeated. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was poppy scene. All right, we're, we're one for three. This quiz is intentionally yeah. hard, and... And uh, I'll let Rachel know about it later. (laughs) Don't you worry. She'll walk on. Yeah. With a limp. Uh, Number four. In order to change a $100 bill to buy wine for a dinner party, George is forced to purchase a variety of items from a newsstand. Okay. What what items does he buy? He buys gum. And Kramer's with him. Gum. Yeah. And Clark Bar. Okay. 
I think he buys a, a like newspaper a, or magazine. Okay, or I think he doesn't. He buy the penthouse <laughs> forum. Remember, and Kramer's like reading the different things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so he goes to the newspaper stand. Gum Clark Bar, definitely. Yeah, I think penthouse forum. Um, and maybe a maybe a newspaper. I don't know. That should be good enough. Yeah, we'll see. The answer is Penthouse Forum, Clark Bar, and Gum. Yes, all three. Nice. That should count. If, if this was your trivia, that would be three points. True that. We can just give ourselves three points and then we'll... We might have to. <laughs> all right. Nice, nicely done. You're Thank you. very good at these. Uh, that, I remember that one. That's where he's wearing... Isn't that where he's wearing the uh, Gore-Tex jacket? Yes, the big yeah. orange, like, puffy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I know the later ones better. And these questions, I feel like, have been earlier ones. Okay. Anyways, the maestro, Bob Cobb, is the conductor of what orchestra? You know the shitty thing is, she was originally going to give these as multiple choice questions, and I was like, Joe and I don't need multiple yeah, choice. You really, we would have been awesome if they were multiple choice. Yeah. We would have looked a lot better. Yeah. It's going to be more impressive, though. Yeah. When we do it isn't it like some old folk song or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, but what's, Shady Pines Philharmonic. What's the orchestra <laughs> called? Or is it... No, it's not the one where it's like a kazoo orchestra or something. No, 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 it's a real orchestra, I think. Shady Pines Orchestra. Shady Pines Philharmonic. That's have, totally not yeah, it. No but idea. That's what I'm saying. The Policeman's Benevolent Association Orchestra. Really? Who would know that? Yeah. Who would know that? I bet the actor who played that wouldn't even know that. <laughs> exactly. Question six. We're we're two for five. On their first ever meeting, Jerry refers to Kramer by another name. What is it? Now, is that referring to the backwards episode where yes. we see when he first moves into the building and he's like, whatever's mine is yours. And he's like, really? Yeah, it's got to like, be. What the hell is email? Because that's that the only one. time we'd see their first meeting. Jerry refers to Kramer by another name. Maybe he calls him the name of his apartment. Oh, like 4E or whatever. 5B I don't know. or something. Yeah. That could be. That would be a good question. What apartment are they? Because, like, I totally wouldn't know that. I think it's 5A. See, I Who think is? I, Jerry. Jerry's That's 5A. That's why I said maybe 5B is Kramer. Okay. Let's say 5B. He calls him Kessler. What? This meeting takes place in The Betrayal, also known as the Backwards episode. Kessler? Hmm. Okay. That's weird. It doesn't give oh! any more information. Oh! Maybe is he like is he like I think I got your mail. Are you Kessler or something? And no. then he goes Kramer. Maybe really, really. No, that's a that's a. All right, uh, I'm gonna say uh, if we could travel back in time, the multiple choice thing might have been a good idea. Yeah. Question number seven: Who is Tobias Lehi Negi, better known as? Three words. First word is the. Tobias Lehi Negi. Not the soup Nazi. No. The something. Three words. The something something. The bubble boy? Mm. Bias Leahy Niggy. Could be. The, I don't think so, though. I think he's got a regular name like Jonathan or something. The, it's kind of a foreign sounding name. But yeah. is there any like, like Poppy or like one of those, you know, the restaurant mm-hmm. people? The somebody somebody? Yeah. Who are the the people? The maestro, the soup Nazi, hmm. the bubble boy. 
She doesn't. I wonder if she has another email that has. Them. <laughs> she actually. I, she actually does. I think really? I have it. Should we? Should we flip to that? Do you have the other email? Let me see. Yeah. Well, shit. Let's do that. It doesn't have the answers though. Uh, well, I don't think we'll need the answers if we have that. <laughs> okay. Or we can flip back and forth with yeah. the emails if necessary. Oh well, there's there is no multiple choice for that one. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Let's say let's say the bubble boy then. Okay. It's this probably was, not right. This was question seven. The bubble boy. Tobias Leahy Negi is also known as the Smog Strangler. Okay. Oh, is that when they go to L.A.? Oh, and it's played by um, the brother. What's that guy's? Uh, Clint Howard? Yes, I think it's played by Clint Howard. All right. Eight. What score did Elaine originally... Oh, come on. What score did Elaine originally get on the IQ test she took for George? <laughs> Go to multiple choice, dude, because there's no way. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she knew she was going to have to listen to this. Yeah, this is a train wreck. <laughs> All right. The, the possibles are 94, 69, 85, or 78. I'm going to say 78. I'm going to say 94. Didn't she do good? Or that's not that All good. of those are bad. That's true. I think 78 is the funniest. Okay. Not 69? Nah, it's too obvious. Yeah. And the answer is 85. Oh, the one we did Elaine later sat the IQ... Sat the IQ test again. This must be written by, like, a British person. And received a score of 151. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're two for eight. Two for eight. There goes our minus three. We're going to go inside and beat the hell out of everything. <laughs> you, you know it. In order to save the life of a squirrel that George has run over, a, vet- a veterinarian is forced to order in some tiny instruments from where? Multiple choice, please. I remember this one. Yeah. Susan makes him do it, right? El Paso, Santa Fe, Mexico, or Arizona? Santa Fe. Think so? I'm going to say El Paso, based on your It's Funnier logic. Okay. And it is El Paso. Nicely done. I'm going to take that point for us. All right. <laughs> by the rules of our community. What if Alex comes and knows all these questions? Because we certainly he, don't. He wouldn't. No? I wouldn't think. Uh, Alex Hall might. Okay. Climb over the fence. Um, all right. Three for nine. I say that because I think I hear his voice. Okay. What is the Bubble Boy's real name? Multiple choice? It's not Tobias... Funke. Leahy Nagy. There are no choices. What is the bubbles? Really? You said you thought it was Jonathan. Uh, The bubble boy's real name is... I would like to challenge anybody to get these questions right. Like, on Earth. I would love to hear from someone that could. I would love it if you never asked these at Trivia. Yeah. I wouldn't. Good. Bubble boy's full name. I, I'm just I, I feel like it's a normal name because I remember his parents Jonathan Doyle Murray? Yes. Uh no Brian Doyle Murray, isn't no, it? No, you said his name was Jonathan and I oh. assumed the last name of You know there's another Doyle Murray? Or another Murray at least? Bill third Murray brother? Yeah, Bill? A oh. third Murray brother? What? He's in Mad Men. Really? Yeah. He's one Who of the Who is he in Mad Men? He's just one of the guys. He lo- totally looks he totally reminds me of Brian Doyle, Doyle Murray. He's the third brother. Huh. Did you get my text about Tumble of Doom? 
Yes, and I knew that. Did you know that? Yeah. Amanda, we were wa- we were watching Amanda was like, I think that was Dan Aykroyd. I was like, no way. So in the scene where Indiana Jones it's is getting on the last right shave before, plane, yeah. the guy, like the, he sounds British. He's like doing a voice and yeah. there's this guide or whatever and it's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, crazy. But you know, he never like looks directly at the camera really. She it's said like she recognized brief. it from the voice. Yeah, I can see that. What are you there's out? a spider crawling oh. towards you. It's probably Black Widow. Probably. It's probably a Black Widower. <laughs> a white Widower. Yeah. It's probably an Asian American Widower. <laughs> Um, we'll crush it with my beer. I don't know. Well, let's just go with Jonathan for okay. the boy's full name. Okay. Donald Sanger. Donald, yes. Donald. Donald Sanger. All right. Let's let's speed through this okay. debacle. Elaine's neighbor kept an unusually large amount of these vegetables in his apartment. Elaine's neighbor hmm. kept... All I can think about is when she's on the plane... Vegetable lasagna. And she refers to the guy as vegetable lasagna. <laughs> Why can't like, we get these that questions? That is a good question. These okay. questions are terrible. Here's, here's our multiple choices. Beans, carrots, potatoes, pumpkins. Potatoes. I feel like that would smell. Smell great. Yeah. I love potatoes. I feel like it's got to be potatoes. Let's say potatoes then. The answer is... Potatoes. Potatoes are potatoes vegetable? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Kramer stumbles... What? They're not a meat... Okay. I don't know. There's only two things that could be. Kramer stumbles across <laughs> the potatoes during a visit to Elaine's apartment. Yes, of course. Of course he did. So we got that one. Are we even still recording this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone still listening? <laughs> Probably <Doubtful>. not. <laughs> All right, number 12. Elaine once unwittingly stole an idea for a cartoon from a comic strip. Ziggy. What was the name of the cartoon Ziggy. she ripped off? It's Ziggy. Finally. Finally one we can, boom, get right away. And we are. This might be the uh, one we release midweek because it's so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we released the other one on Sunday. Seriously. <laughs> Kramer is mistaken for a drug addict by Jay Peterman in which episode? In which episode? Like the No, t- we can figure this out. It's the one where he wants to take Elaine to Burma or somewhere, but she can't because she keeps failing the drug test. Hmm. Do we have multiple choice? We do. Okay. Is it the episode entitled The Calzone? The Showerhead is the Showerhead. Yeah. The Friars Club yeah, or the Scofflaw. It it's the shower head because he's, he's like, like, I need this. I need yeah. the good stuff I need or the good stuff, yeah. yeah, to get the yeah. high-pressure shower yeah. head. It's the shower head, for sure. Uh, and the answer, of course. The first thing I thought of was the sniffing accountant, but that's mm. a different drug thing. The shower head. Yep, definitely. All right, we're back. Uh, we're back, cr- creeping back towards 500 here. How many? We're six for 13. All right. George, oh, here's, you better get this one. Okay. George once bought a car on the mistaken impression it was owned by actor John Voight. What type of car was it? Uh, Chrysler LeBaron. <laughs> the nicest car in the world. <laughs> it was a LeBaron. Nice. Seven for 14. There was also... Oh, no. That was the t-shirt owned by Aiden Quinn, right? Or was that it? Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn. Yeah. Aiden Quinn. That's kind of gay. Um, Interesting trades oh. considered? Oh, wait. This is a follow-up question. I don't think it counts because I just saw we'll the answer. Count. We'll take it. I just saw the answer. Well, I'll answer. What was the occupation of the John Voight the car had belonged to? It was not the actor. Ooh. It was another John Voight. No idea. Periodontist. Okay. Okay. Number 15. We're 7 for 14 now. Outstanding. Which Yankees player did George first talk to about uniforms before submitting the material should be changed from polyester to cotton? Which Yankee? Yep. Which player? Which Yankees player? Mm, Because I remember him talking to Buck Martinez about it. Er, not Buck Martinez. Buck Showalter. He, but he was the manager. He talks to Jeter. Does he? And I remember him talking to the manager about it, and that's what got it changed. Hmm. You want to go with 
Well, let's 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 each take an answer. Okay. You're going I'm going to say show I'm going to go with Jeter. Okay. The answer is Danny Tartable. Really? Danny Tartable was in that other episode where he like kidnaps him and remember he's like supposed to take Danny Tartable to the cave to the like the channel the uh public access thing or whatever mm-hmm. and someone flips him off. Oh, and he follows and him. So he follows yeah, him yeah, yeah. and the guy's like in a cast or whatever and I just remember one where he's talking to Jeter about I thought it was about the uniform switch, and Jeter gives him some smug answer like, "Well, we won the championship, didn't we?" And I think that's he's, he's like in six games. Or that's something. that's when he's giving him hitting advice because oh. he's not having sex anymore. Oh, he's really right, smart. right, 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 right. He's like, uh, "We just won the World Series in six." Games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny Tartable. <laughs> According to cool. George, what has cachet up the yin yang? Oh, let's let's search for some. Oh, I want to say it's some food type thing. No, maybe not. It's oh, I know what it is. Well, Here's the multiple choices: okay. cachet up the yin yang, conjugal visits, no. a show about nothing, no. velvet sweatpants, or the name Seven. The name Seven. I think it's the name Seven. For sure. It has cachet up oh, the yin yang. Yeah. Um, What's the backup name for Seven? Soda. Soda. <laughs> yes. Soda. <laughs> See, our questions just off the cuff are so much better. Uh, scrolling in the thing and the answer. You realize that if, if Rachel, and I know she listens to this, but whatever. The name seven. If if Rachel wrote uh, trivia questions for Tuesday night. The high score would be like three. Yes. <laughs> People would be so angry. Yeah, because I think, and you can you can confirm this, but when you're writing questions for trivia, you have to think of questions that are, that are not going to be obvious, but that are going to be gettable and like fun to get. And it, that's the, it's really, a, it's really more of a challenge than you might think. Right. Like, you know, I'm trying to write questions where the highest score will be somewhere around 24 or 25, maybe. Right. And I could do it where I have a You're bunch. not trying to, you're not trying to stump everyone. Right. You're not trying to be the right. smartest kid in the room. Exactly. Um, Rachel. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we should come up with questions and make her cry when she doesn't get any of them. No. Yes. Um, but, like, I don't want to have ones that are, like, super easy and then some that are super hard. So, right. like, there's there's no challenge in any of them. And and it can't be, like, in the last episode of Seinfeld, who, who was the third to last character to walk out of the picture? Right. You know I mean? Who right. knows? Exactly. You know? and that's, that's the next question, by the way. I'm, yeah, I'm thankful, I guess, for the... For Chris, that guy who I... Who, yeah, yeah. Who I, you know, he was a good model for... Mm. For trivia questions. model. Yeah. <laughs> His his questions were yes. a good template for me to learn from, I guess. Even though he doesn't probably even know that I'm doing it. Upon proclaiming it to be the summer of George, mm-hmm. George vowed to use his time off work to play a hybrid form of sport. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the sport he wanted to play? Frolf. It was Frolf, right? Yep. Frisbee golf. Yep. Frolf. Which I've never called it before. But. Right. We are at 9 for 17. Alex Hall would frown at the use of Frolf, yeah, I would. think. Disc golf, you Disc mean? Disc golf, exactly. When Kramer hoards Pottery Barn catalogs in the junk mail episode, Jerry oh, takes one item because he oh. wants to buy... Takes one because he wants to buy what item? I know that episode so well. It's a great one. But I don't know this answer. Well, let's go to the multiple choice. Okay. Jerry's looking for a wooden bench, an old-looking phone, a lamp, a cool cereal bowl. Mm. I know it. Is it cereal bowl? No. Nope. Is it a phone? It's the old-looking phone. Okay. I think he's like, I want one of those old-looking phones. That's what I first thought, and then I thought, Cereal Bowl is kind of... An antique phone. Okay. There you go. 19. We're almost done. Okay. 
And we're at 10 for 19. All right. we got to stay above 500. In the checks episode, George says there's no need to buy what item because you can get them for free in the coffee shop. Hmm. That doesn't ring a bell at all. I'm looking for the multiple choice, but I want to say, like, napkins. Uh, nope. Umbrellas, silverware, packets of ketchup, or sugar packets. I like the Jer- George says this or Jerry says George this? says you don't have to buy some item because you can always get it for it's gotta free. It's got to be sugar. Were you going to get ketchup in a coffee shop? Well, their coffee shop oh, is the diner. Oh, the yeah. Okay. But I don't think they have ketchup packets. I think they have the squeezy things. Yeah, so, let's say sugar. So sugar packets. Well, silverware, but I don't think George would steal silverware. No. So we're going to say sugar packets. Yeah. The correct answer is umbrellas. George demonstrates this by taking an umbrella from the uh, can at the front of the coffee shop. That's kind yeah. of that seems more like something Kramer would do. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. That's right. In the dealership episode, George accuses a dealership employee of stealing his Twix bar mm-hmm. from the vending machine. When George accuses him to his face, the employee insists it was what kind of candy bar? Do you know this? Nope. Do we want the multiple choice? I want to say O. Henry. Oh no. Uh hundred grand. Hundred grand. Let's just go with that. Grand. Let's just go with hundred grand. I won't even look up the multiple choice. We should get two points for not using multiple choice. Totally. We should go back and like rescore it. The answer is the employee insists it was Oh Fifth Avenue. Mm. Uh, Fifth Avenue. Alright, this is the last question. Thank God. Jerry agrees to watch the door. We need to get this to stay above 500. Okay. Jerry agrees to watch the door to Mr. Pitt's apartment so the doorman can duck out and do what? And the doorman was Larry Miller. Yes, it was. And I just watched that episode. And the doorman... Let's use the multiple choice if they're available. Okay. Does he want... Is it just use the bathroom? You wouldn't have to duck out of the building. Here are the options. Use the use the restroom, grab a beer, buy a lottery ticket, take a cigarette break. I sort of want to say cigarette break. I don't want to say it confidently, obviously. Yeah. Um buy a, buy a lottery ticket, would it be like there's like some big lotto thing? Could be I'm going to say use the restroom. Okay. I'm going to say cigarette break. Okay. Jerry agrees to watch the door. This is we the got a 50% chance. <laughs> can duck out and do what? Grab a beer. What? Really? He's on the job. Jerry would never do that. Jerry would never... Be like, sure, I'll watch it so you can grab a beer. I don't that doesn't know. seem very right. Yeah. Well, we went to 10 for 21 on this, Rachel's... Uh, are you with me on the, are you with me on the w- midweek release of this podcast? Sure. Because I, I already know the other podcast is going to be far superior to this. So. Okay. We can do that. Uh, because me farting for 30 minutes would be fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate her effort. But we do. We do. You're right. But, You're right. She uh, took time. And she, was, she was definitely going for the jugular. Yeah. She was definitely yeah. trying to stump us and make us look like fools. And she achieved that. And we obliged her. <laughs> but she's kind of the big loser because she's really the one that listens to this. She's probably the only one that's still listening to this one. <laughs> you will be bored by it. So, Rachel, kudos to you if you're still listening. That was for you. And... Yeah, and that's a podcast. That's a podcast. <laughs>